Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Sunday, August 4. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky Delavera. And I'm Japheth Delavera. And it is indeed Sunday, and that means it's a whole brand new week. And uh, we're still in the Jesus Manifesto series, which is phenomenal and uh, really exciting to be in uh, as we're going through the whole letter of Colossians. So let me pray as we begin today and the week ahead. Heavenly Father, bless today. Bless this moment as we read this passage. Uh, as challenging as it may be, we ask for your wisdom and grace in understanding it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. For those of you who are listening for the first time or who are relatively new to the podcast, this is what we're doing. Boulder Adventist Church in Boulder, Colorado leads a group of other churches. Um, How many of them are there? Uh, Over 100. Okay. Quite a few churches that are all over the place. They all work according to the same preaching plan. So they're all focused on the same text, same topic every week. And what we do is provide a Bible study, the idea being that church service on Saturday will be more meaningful if you've studied for it all week long and mm-hmm. thought about it and put some effort in and then you go and you know all these things that you've thought about the preacher then comes up with something another take on it that just creates a richness to the entire thing and you can have a better dialogue and connect groups afterward so what we do is that the preacher that's a different person at every church obviously but we get someone who writes a reflection that goes out by email or it's on our website which is boulder.church and they, um, they write about the text or something that, that arises out of it, mm-hmm. and then they come up with a question for each day that can be used in discussion, and you can use this individually or in family, study groups, whatever, with friends, any way that you want to process it. So the podcast, we read the text in different versions, so you get kind of a different angle on it every day. We talk about the recalibrate question. We do not read the reflection itself. If you want to do that, you mm-hmm. have to go online to see that. But sometimes the questions kind of tie into it, so it, it can yeah. be helpful for context if you've read it. Um, anyway, without further ado, I'm starting with Colossians chapter 1, verses 24 through to Colossians chapter 2, verse 3. I didn't say that very well. That was clunky. So we're going to say it again. Colossians 1, 24 to 2, 3. This is the English Standard Version, the ESV. Subheading Paul's ministry to the church. Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is, the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God that was given to me for you, to make the word of God fully known, the mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to his saints. To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works within me. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Hmm. 
Well, I thought the week, the passage last week was just phenomenal, and I think it's, <clears> it's uh, amazing uh, that he finishes this off, and then he, as he's still penning, he's like, he's just saying, well, let me now unpack what this, who this Jesus is that he just talked about. So I think that's where we get into now this, this section of the letter, which is, remember, it's only a 10-minute letter, so you could read the whole thing really quickly. Uh, it's short and powerful and punchy. Um, here's a question for today. Paul was trying to convince people of this time that what they want is already theirs. Is this the same for us today? Are we searching the wrong places and don't realize what we already have? Mm. And I, th- I think Probably. that happens. I mean, I think that happens in all areas. Well, I think that um, sometimes we overlook what we already have in pursuit of something that we don't have. Yeah. And I don't. I don't necessarily think that what we're looking for is the thing that we already have, but I think that we sometimes are looking for the wrong things or things that without appreciating what we do have. Yeah, or, or some, something is right in front of you and you already have the opportunity and you just, you're looking at the grass on the other side and thinking, oh, it's going to be much better if I do this. Yeah. Well, I think that that's one thing that I feel I'm getting a little bit better with, with age. I don't know if you experience this too, but I... Satisfaction. Don't, well, I don't attach as much importance to a particular outcome as mm-hmm. I used to. Mm-hmm. Like it used to be, oh my goodness, I have to get this job or I have, you know, this has to work out mm-hmm. or whatever. And now I kind of think, oh, you know, if it doesn't, something else will. And sometimes getting this thing that you think you want is not the big miracle that you think it's going to be. I think that I now believe that nothing is going to completely transform my life or ruin it one way or the yeah. other in terms of, I mean, obviously things could, yeah. but a lot of these things that, you know, we kind of obsess about yeah. of doing this or that, or, I think there's, know, I think there's there a are lot, a lot of different paths. I think there's a lot of wisdom in that actually. And I think that that comes with experience, right? Where mm-hmm. perspective helps you. I, I've always said this, that I would love to go back in time um, and have the knowledge uh, of all the experiences and then in, in some kind of shape or form so that I was able to like, kind of say to myself, hey, relax, take it easy, it's going to be okay, you know, you don't have to worry about this, not stress about this, and I think there's something to be said about stressing through it, and I wouldn't want to go back and change anything, yet uh, it'd be kind of fun to be able to have the, that kind of like understanding of where Perspective things are Perspective of, yeah, that there's mm-hmm. no need to worry this th- much about this thing. And I think I used to think <clears> when, <throat> when people who were older would say, oh, you know, you, you don't have to worry about that. I would say, well, you just don't understand. Yeah, because right? you aren't having to live it. So now as you get older, you suddenly realize actually you do understand quite a lot. And there is there are these broad strokes of life that that kind of wash over that you just realize that actually fits into no matter what the circumstances are, it fits into that. Yeah, and I think I used to feel the same way about older people. I would feel envious of them because on the one hand, like they've done everything, so they know that it worked out. Yeah. You know, they raised their children successfully. Their kids are happy and, and well. They got through their career and retired. They You know, they've done... And it's worked out. I mean, there's still things can go wrong even for an old person. And obviously they will go wrong, just depending on what you think of as going wrong, you know, death, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. But I also think I do understand that that way of looking back on your life and thinking you've expended way too much energy fretting about things. Mm -hmm. You know, I absolutely get that. And yet, you know, I still do it. But I also, I'll look at people who are younger, people in their 20s or Mm. early 30s who don't have kids yet and the things that they kind of freak out about and 
I'll kind of look at them the way that I know that older people mm-hmm. looked at me, thinking, you know, you don't need to worry that much about that. That'll be, it'll, that'll it'll be, be okay. fine. That's the least or of you your worries. Have, you could have more courage as well because there is you, you kind of see the big picture. It's like you know, with children, you, they fret about something taking place, and this is a big owie, something terrible. And you're like, you know what? It's not that big. But you don't want to diminish what yes, they're going through. because people, what they're experiencing right? is their experience and they're out they're it's true. where they're at. And at the same time, you want to be able to help to alleviate that. And I think this is what Paul's trying to do now is where he he said, look, I've just told you who Jesus Christ is. And he gives the most powerful descriptor that you could ever find in the Bible of who Jesus Christ is, sufficient and supreme. And then he says, but now you know this. You've always yeah. known this. This mystery has been revealed to you, and yet you're searching in other places. Because later on, uh, I think next chapter or next section, we're going to eventually get to the point where it really comes out where they are worshipping angels and they're worshipping Zeus. Well, I'm often, I wonder about this quite a bit because I've noticed people do have kind of a propensity to latch on to things. Almost the more unlikely and outlandish it is as a solution to your life, the more popular it is. Mm -hmm. You know, things that are not evidence-based, things that are not, that don't, but they're very popular. And I think, I think anything that kind of promises an easy answer is... Is tempting. It is tempting. To and, think, and, oh, and all I have whole, to do yeah. is this, and yeah. everything you know is going to be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just think that that's an interesting component of it is. all well, of our human natures. Let me repeat the question one more time, and uh, we'll wrap it up for today as we begin this week. Uh, Paul was trying to convince people of this time that they that what they want is already theirs. Is this the same for us today? Are we searching in the wrong places and don't realize what we already have? So think about that, talk to your friends about that, look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you, and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love.